El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I used to write a bunch of weekly columns for a bunch of internet places, and I would use those columns to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then, I would come on this show to defend those opinions. But now, I don't do anything at all, ever. Joining me today, oh man, I gotta do it live this time. He is my co-host on this podcast. He hosts a couple of podcasts on, of, of, of his own, see, doing it live. He was just on a Netflix show called Bullshit, or was he? Ladies and gentlemen, Jeff May. Also joining me, she is a fantastic comedian. She wrote a book. She hosts a podcast called Crawl Space. She also hosts a podcast with Jeff called Up. We have a podcast. And, you know, if there's anything else to know, you'll hear it on the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, Kim Crawl. It's going to be a great show. everybody welcome to unpopular opinion i'm your host adam todd brown joining me as co-host netflix television sensation jeff may is here uh, yeah i was on the netflix jeff was on the television jeff how's it going good good it's a, a mixed it's bag great. of experiences in the past week and a half to two weeks I'm surprised you still did the show while you had COVID. People don't realize that Jeff filmed that last week. And then when he had COVID. Yeah. It's like, like man, that was. He's going to kill Howie Mandel. That was Yeah. Howie Mandel of all people is going to be pissed. Yeah. Could you imagine? <laughs> could you imagine? Poor Howie. That dude was so nice, by the way. Uh, I, I bet. I was producing a show at Westside Comedy Theater at one point and he showed up to like see if he could drop in and the person he talked to was like i don't know you're gonna have to ask the producer it's like he doesn't have to ask what are you talking about i will say though that's really cool of those people to do that yes yeah to like not step on your toes during your show yeah and i didn't fucking let him go up that's no, why I was like don't even ask no, I'm no, joking. No. he was great wednesday was an interesting day because the expectation was that they were going to show my thing and then they edit it so it looked like i lost so that was interesting and you know involved me sending a lot of very concerned emails to some people being like am i gonna get am i gonna get the thing what i won like what's what did the contract say and they're like you're gonna you're gonna get your money yeah that would have been crazy if you didn't oh yeah yeah, I would have been like, hey, that's not cool. I but don't they think legally all... they could have done that. They can legally. Uh... I don't know what the contract, you know, like I forgot what the contract said. Yeah, it might have been one of the Motown contracts. Jeff might have owed them the money if <laughs> he didn't win it on camera. Yeah. That's my fantasy is that like when someone's on Jeopardy and they're like 5,600 in the hole at the end, you just owe that money to Alex yeah. Just Alex Trebek just beating the Christ out of you until you pay well, up. That's that's your fantasy is to watch some yeah. random person pay Alex Trebek fifty six hundred dollars on Jeopardy. Oh yes. yeah, literal literal fantasy. Yes. Yeah. Hey, we should also introduce our that's guest. It. Kim Crawl is here. Hi everybody. Hi hey. Kim. What'd you do on TV last week? Oh, Probably tried uh, to I date a millionaire on TV or last week. <laughs> I guess Jeff wins this competition. It's not. A he gets so mad. <laughs> He gets so mad. Although I did win a competition. So. Which leads me to believe that he does want to win a competition. I did win a competition. I won so much money. We know you You are special and a winner. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. I mean, that is actually true. That is actually very true. Yes. Do you feel good now or? Agree to disagree. Jeff and Kim host a podcast together. And just from the interaction this morning before we started recording, I can understand why. It's literally called, ugh, fine, we have a podcast. We spent all day on Wednesday, I think, fighting. So there's about two hours of yeah. us just fighting. I mean, like, I almost got up and left. I was the, I was mad. I was the, May first, mad. the May 1st episode is going to be very uncomfortable. But important. I Like, he was like, we should delete this. And I was like, I don't think we should. I think we need to talk about hard shit you know i just can i say shit what are we talking about oh this? some hard shit man hard chicks shit chick <laughs> dude chicks talking about women bruh bro bam the episode is titled free britney griner 
And we are certainly talking about Brittany Griner, but also a couple other women who are also in some weird legal jeopardy is, I guess, one way to put it. So that's going to be fun. Brittany yeah. Griner especially is not getting a ton of attention. Like purposefully so. Right. She's being kind of sold out by the WNBA. Brittany Griner is a WNBA player. She is a WNBA star. She's one of the best players in the WNBA. She was one of the best college basketball players. She's won two medals too. Uh, I, I bet yeah, I she's... could beat her. <laughs> I bet I, I bet I could beat her in basketball. <sighs> yeah. Two times a week those, is too many times. Those fucking guys. Those, those guys. <laughs> Love those guys. Oh, yeah. And in this case, no, you can't. She is. No, she's 6'9". Six, six, nine. Nice. nice. Right? Oh, like God, that. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, she's 6'9". She can dunk. Like, she can dunk easily. Like, like she can, like, walk up to the thing and just be like. Yeah, she could just, like, kind of set, set it up there. Yeah. She's going to put it in. It, I, I've, I've read about Brittany, but, I, but you're right. It hasn't been at all covered. But, I, yeah, I, like, have this news thing that emails me every day with like all the news even like little news stories little it's not little but according to mainstream yeah. media like i i know about it because i i mean we're talking about it and i've you're right there's headlines every once in a while the only outlet that is talking about it regularly is espn but even then it's only because there's one show called jalen and jacoby which is hosted by jalen rose and david jacoby it actually started as a podcast and it basically is just a video podcast now but they also release a podcast version i mean that's pretty much what most espn shows are yeah and they're actually one of the pioneers in that they started their podcast i think in 2012 so like around the same time Ooh. we did they and well don't end every episode they just at some point on every episode mention britney griner and that she is still being detained in russia because we haven't mentioned what exactly happened to her she right around the start of the war in ukraine she was taken into custody at an airport in russia after she is alleged to have been found with weed vape cartridges in her luggage she's a political prisoner at this yeah. point yeah i don't think many people have even seen her or talked to her like she's alive i think we know she's alive mm. and probably being treated fine like i don't think russia is gonna push the issue and like shove bamboo shoots under her fingernails or anything but she's being held in prison over weed cartridges and it's because of the war and it gives russia a bargaining chip i can't believe that russia wouldn't do the bamboo shoot thing i also don't know if her not being treated well is accurate she's well, I mean, I mean, I don't, she's I don't, a gay black woman in russia she's where a, they yeah but she's still a pawn like oh, for can't. sure. But I'm saying like they don't notoriously take good care of people that don't look Slavic or and or are a part of, you know, yeah. the LGBTQ community. I, so I, I, she's I would, probably alive, but I, being like, I would she's say they're fine. probably treating her well, primarily because they understand the political ramifications of what would happen if they don't. Yeah, they are terrible to several minority groups. Yeah, women. Oh, yeah, not a not a good group of people over there. Yeah, but Meaning all Russian people, all of them. This is a more tense situation, though. I don't like. I mean, I wouldn't put it past them, but it would be crazy. Like, it would be a good way to really escalate this war. But either way, you have to hand it to Russia in that they really know how to pick a political prisoner because this makes for a very uncomfortable story for most of the people involved. And that's because the reason this isn't getting more attention is it opens up this whole can of worms about why Brittany Griner is in Russia. And the reason, if you can believe it, has to do with the fact that she's uh, dating Putin. Right. Yeah, she is one of Putin's daughters that we sanctioned. Yeah. The WNBA as compared to the NBA, if you can believe it, does not pay well. At all. The average salary in the NBA, $7.5 million. The average salary in the WNBA, $120,000. So just barely enough 
to comfortably live as a single person in Los Angeles. Like that's a really famous statistic that people throw out all the time. It's from an article that was published a couple years ago, but it takes $100,000 a year to live comfortably in LA as a single person person, like without roommates, without having to live in your car, all of that. Really? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that's like a generalization, but but also not the point. The average salary in the WNBA is 120,000. Wild. There are 14 players who make $200,000 or more. And I think all of them make 228,000, I think something like that. And those are just like the superstars, like the Michael Jordans of the WNBA, basically like Diana Taurasi and Brianna Stewart. You don't know who it is. I don't know. Do you want to still look You know why you don't know? Brittany Griner. She's a woman. Because it's WNBA. I take it. I take your punchline. Sorry. No. no. I mean, is everyone else wearing a WNBA hoodie? Um, (laughs) Yes. Oh, I love that. Oh, yeah. Did you follow I had, the WNBA before this story? Before this story, this story like just started a couple months ago. Yeah. The thing that made me start sort of following the WNBA is Chicago won a championship last year. The Chicago Sky. Candace Parker returned. She is from Chicago and she played elsewhere for most of her career. Came back to Chicago and won a goddamn championship. So I started following that like near the end of that season. Nice. I mean, it's I it sucks. The 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 salary issue is obviously a big problem, but it's also the, that really does sort of illustrate the weird disparity in how these sports are money making entities in such a weird way. Yeah. The problem with the WNBA is that average salary, that seven point five million dollar average salary. If they were like baseball or football or the NHL, which all have average salaries in the like four to five hundred thousand dollar range. Mm-hmm then you could kind of make an argument that, well, obviously the WNBA brings in less money. So the average salary is going to be lower. If we're talking 400,000 to a hundred thousand, maybe you can make that argument, but 7.5 million. Is it because there's less players on the team? Because like a football team, that's got, what's the basketball can work that way. 40. What's every, every, every football game, how many people? Well, no, that's, that's why basketball has a higher average salary because there's fewer like That's why basketball was able to operate in a bubble. So well, where football, baseball, it wouldn't have worked. There's too many moving parts. Oh, I didn't know that basketball has less players and people in the operation as a whole. I didn't know that. The bench is like 11, isn't it? Yeah, there's something like 11 or 12 people on any basketball team, whereas with football teams, it's fit, like 50-something. 50, 50, 55, How yeah. many people are on a court? At, I don't know much about basketball, so forgive me. How many people are on a court at, at a time? Like, how many people are able to play at a time on Between a team? Between both teams or per team? I mean, I could do the math if you just you didn't know me one. Five, five per team. <laughs> so 10 people on the court at a time, and then there's about 12 people on each team? The Their bench is yeah, something like 11. Very yeah. small. Very small person. Wow, I didn't know that. Okay. So, so that yeah. makes sense why the salaries can be higher. Right. What doesn't make sense is the, the WNBA is owned by the NBA. Yeah. So it's just a matter of them not sharing revenue the same way with the female players. And that is literally what it is. There was an article that came out recently. I'll find it and link to it. I don't know why I didn't put it in the notes, but if they shared revenue the same with WNBA as they do with the NBA, I think the highest paid player would be, it would be something like 900,000, which is a shit ton better than 200,000. And And, and I I get your argument. Like you said, if it wasn't 7.5 million, I understand that the NBA brings more money in than the WNBA. Just fact check that. Yeah. Do you want to fact check that? I I don't think I have to, but, but, uh, but I get that. But like you said, like that's so millions of dollars over hundreds of that. Like that's crazy. That's it's wild. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and there's a lot of WNBA fans and it's, you know, (laughs) I mean, not as many as NBA, but I don't, I don't, it's It's sad why she's over there. That's the, that's the reason why she's, and then also you made a point, I think, or I read an, one of the things you sent made a point that like, because of the war is the only, like, she's probably been traveling over to Russia for years with weed on her. And yeah, what happens is because of this salary disparity, a lot of WNBA players end up playing overseas and the most lucrative place to play is Russia. And she probably has been traveling with weed this whole time. 
because whatever shady oligarch owns the team she plays for was keeping her protected. But in a situation like this, that's a card that's really easy to pull. If you know there is a prominent American athlete, person of color, LGBTQ, that's really easy to just All you the know things. she's going to be going through the airport with weed. All you got to do is pull that card one time and go, all right, arrest her. The United States can get mad, but like Russia can just be like, mm, law's law. And there's nothing we really can do diplomatically, right? To like help prisoners in other, like a country like Russia. Well, like, you know. like broke down we, palace. Yeah. I mean, we do prisoner swaps all the time. Didn't we, we, did we just swap somebody? He was in for like three years or something. I read it like yeah. briefly, like four days ago, but yeah, we just swapped them. We got to get a spy for, we're going to trade a spy for a basketball player that this country doesn't respect. Oh, yeah. How old is Brittany? I didn't look that up. Oh. She's got to be in her 20s. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm mean, so 20s. fucking no, sad. I, I think she's older than that because she, she was playing at Baylor. Uh, oh, okay. But still so young. That's so fucking scary. 31. Thanks, Mike. Yeah. And yeah, so WNBA players have to go play over there to make a living. And it like one more thing about the, the pay disparity, the G League, which is basically the NBA's minor leagues, their average salary is $37,000, which that makes sense. Like if you get into any minor leagues and ask the players what they're making, it's like fucking working at Best Buy money. Podcaster money. But but if you get called up to the NBA, it's usually going to be on a 10-day contract and you're paid for those 10 days, you're paid a prorated amount of the average salary. And again, that average salary is $7.5 million. So if you're in the G League and you get called up, you're probably going to make more in 10 days than most WNBA players will make in a season, which that is fucked up. Like, that is nuts that they can I'm just put this out there. Rude. It is. It is. It's, it's a bad business practice. It's one of those things the NBA gets held up as uh, being a really progressive example of a sports league. And they are to some degree, but they also have to be. Yeah. Like as far as sports leagues go, there is none that is dominated by people of color the way yeah. the NBA is. This is not the 50s here. Yeah, it's it's not even close. But once you get into issues like this, when it comes to paying women or when it comes to China, like when it Darryl comes to Morey, money. Yeah. Daryl Morey, who was the GM of the Houston Rockets at the time, tweeted something about how, you know, maybe China should stop killing Muslims and sending them to re-education camps and committing genocide. Jesus. And China was like, we will kick the NBA out of our country if you don't get this guy under control. And oh my NBA, God. The NBA got him under control. Fucking LeBron, I think at one point tweeted something about how Daryl Morey should mind his business. And it's like, are you sure? Yeah. Jesus, really LeBron? Every, everybody has a spine until their money is brought into it. And then you see what happens. Cause obviously people are like, I got to pay my bills. But then at the same time, it's like, what are you using your platform for? Yeah. And it's ending up being the same thing with Brittany Griner. The WNBA and a lot of sports media in general is just not talking about this. And the argument is, well, we don't want to exacerbate the situation and make her less safe. And it's like, for one, more attention on what's happening to her is not going to make her less safe. That's what I was wondering when I read that. I was like, I feel like putting more attention. Absolutely. More people that know what Russia's doing, the better. Because that puts more pressure on Russia to do the right thing. And our government to try to push things along too. Yeah. Yeah. But the NBA doesn't really want people talking about this because again, the can of worms it opens in terms of pay disparity, because that's a thing like you hear about it in soccer all the time. And in women's soccer, they like, they had a valid point and they fought over it and they have disagreed on whether the settlement they got is appropriate or goes far enough, but they did get some kind of compensation in that fight. That one was weird to me because as far as America goes in that sort of version of soccer with the pay disparity, it's like, aren't the, don't the women generate more revenue though? That's what I was just going to say. Weren't that they're like, but they also had to win like a ton of championships before people acknowledge that the U S women's soccer team was like actually 
Yeah, but better more, than everybody in the world or whatever. But beyond that, too, like it's just that women's soccer is more popular in America as far as like the the international competitions go. Yeah, I'm right? sure it like, is. Like I can name so many female soccer players. I can name like Alexi Lawless, and he hasn't played in 24 years as far as dudes in America. Yeah, yeah, I have no idea. I couldn't name a single U.S. men's national team player. But yeah, the women are all fucking superstars so Hope yeah, solo she she's beating up her whole family and still knocking it out of the park yeah that's the thing the one woman soccer player who's mad about the settlement they reached is hope solo and it is hard jumping on hope solo's side Wait, she beat up her family i don't know anything hope about solo. Her. Hope I do. solo is a she, character she's she is dead. a beautiful monster yeah oh, she the best kind beautiful woman who beats the shit out of her family oh less the best kind yeah, let me take that back she's a she's a whole problem i remember near the end of her time i think she ended up getting hurt and had to retire but i remember near the end of her run people were like hey while we're canceling people <laughs> what about fucking hope solo who's still our goalkeeper on the women's national team. She's yeah, and they're like, but she's really good. And it's like, didn't she like beat the shit out of her family? And we're like, yep. Yeah, and it's not like, oh, she slapped her husband. And it's like, well, fair is fair. No, she beat up a teen. I think it was like her yeah, it was nephew or something. It was like, it was a whole Beat up process. her nephew? <laughs> beat up someone very young. I don't know the details. I don't want to defame Hope Solo. Who so cares? <laughs> I feel like Hope Solo did that to herself. Yeah, sure. but she like, beat up a teen. Yeah, yeah, so... uh in the chat, Mike saying her half sister and her nephew, like she was how she was like, like barroom brawling her family and winning because you don't go up against America's goalie. No, you sure. I don't. mean, I guess the half sister and nephew thought they could together. Yeah, good luck landing those punches. Not gonna happen. That's oh. all I'm saying though is I can change her. <laughs> she give me a chance. Uh, My God, I, I mean, think but- I'd be good. I'd be good. She'd throw punches. I could block them. It would be like a neutralization thing. Um, but I yeah, but with women soccer players it's a good example like i can you know mia ham and brandy chastain and 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 rapino and like all these people that are like really high profile one dude it was like alexi lawless because he looked like the spin doctors guy yeah i just like reading the story honestly like i reading the disparities between going back to the nba and WNBA. i was i mean women just we get paid less and we're less respect it there i mean we're just we're 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 starting to come up and be more equal i guess but like of course that's how it is you know what i mean like as a woman i read that stuff and i'm like well yeah that's how it is everywhere we have to like fight for you know i mean we still make less on the dollar in you know in corporate america still don't we bite 70 cents on the dollar or something like that too much if i say i i didn't want us cooking dinner popping out babies not learning to read i didn't look into it and i won't because we don't have time. But if I had to guess, I bet the major sport with the most equality in pay is probably tennis because it seems like yeah that's how, that makes sense I think to me. they win the set like if you win a major i don't think the difference between what a man wins and a woman wins yeah i'm going to assume it's it is individual sports like the solo sports like your golfs and i would say even maybe to a lesser extent but ufc when you yeah. look at like the real yeah high money earners in ufc <laughs> Everyone's making so? $5,000 a year in the UFC. Yeah. Do they, how much, they, I don't know how much they make in the UFC. It's you're either, you either make like nothing or you make like $6 million a fight. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what a weird thing to dedicate your life to then. Like, cause that just, you know, getting kicked in the face. Sure. Yeah. If you don't, if you don't, I mean, I guess if you're really good, I don't, I don't know. I know nothing of UFC. So free Brittany Griner. That sucks, dude. Yeah. People talk about it more. Tell people about it. Ask people if they've heard about Brittany Griner. And if they haven't, tell them what's going on. Tell them to look into oh, it. We can just all take our free Britney shirts that we were going to throw in the recycling <laughs> and we can just reskin them a little bit. And we're going to have to add a second T, but yeah. then people will know which Britney you're referring to. Wait, is yeah, it Britney Griner yeah. NA too? Isn't it TNA? TNA. Yeah, it is TNA. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Oh, I hate that I said oh, that. Oh, I hate that I said that so much. <laughs> But no, it's N E Y. Huh? It's N- her. Her name is B R T T E Y. Will Americans care now that it's not a white pop star that they masturbated to? No, and that's that's the thing that what I was. Corey Bush said the same thing. Like this would have way if this was a white woman, it would probably have way more. 
Oh yeah. If this was Sue Bird. Yeah. Oh yeah. man. If who? Sue Bird, who is married to Megan Rapino. I don't know who either of those uh, people uh, are. Megan Rapino plays for the U.S. women's national team. Sue Bird is one of the winningest and most decorated professional basketball players of all time. She's her, got medals. Like she's got general. medals. Her college team at UConn went undefeated one season and won a national championship. She's won WNBA championships. Yeah. If this was she Bird, won the golden gloves. Yeah. If this was a white woman, we'd give more of a fuck as a country. Here's the thing. Sue Bird wouldn't have to play in Russia because Sue Bird gets crazy endorsement deals. Like she's in, she's in a Corona commercial right now with, okay, Adam, you can do it. Devin Booker, Vince Carter, Christian Lake, and Sue Bird, and they're arguing about which shade of blue is the best because one of them went to uh, Kentucky, which was uh, Devin Booker. Christian Leitner went to Duke. Duke. Vince Carter went to North Carolina, and Sue Bird went to UConn. In Stores Mansfield, right? It's all blue, but different shades of blue. Different shades. I do want to say before we move on that I looked up when I saw that Brittany was six nine. I'm five eleven, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, I, I, I'm not a, I'm not a boy. So when I saw six nine, I did not go, "Hey." Nice. <laughs> I know. I just went, "Oh my god, she's six nine. And then I googled the tallest woman in the world. She's seven seven, and we have the same birthday. Wow. Oh, I mean- that's yeah. huge. Happy birthday to that lady. Yeah. Congratulations yeah. to that lady having the same birthday as Kim Crawl. All right. Let's talk about this next story. We are changing gears a little bit, but to a sadder story. Yeah. This is a tough one. It's a story that, unlike Brittany Griner, is actually getting a whole lot of attention. There was a Netflix documentary that came out, uh, I think, last year about it that is very good. I watched it again before we recorded this. It's called The State of Texas versus Melissa. And it's about a woman named Melissa Lucio. And the short version of the story is her daughter, Mariah, fell down a flight of stairs and died. And the police interviewed her after this happened. And they decided that because of her posture and the fact that she wasn't making the appropriate amount of eye contact, appropriate meaning what they think a grieving mother would do in that situation, they decided she must have killed her child. So they interrogate her for hours and hours and hours. And eventually she confessed to a crime she didn't commit. It's called a demeanor conviction. There's a Netflix series called The Confessions, I think. The Confession Tapes? The confession tapes. Yes. Thank you, Jeff. And there's an episode in that where a guy and his wife accidentally drive into a river and they were able to get out of the car and their kids were not and their kids died. And this guy ends up getting arrested for it. I think he might still be in prison. And the whole thing there was, they were like, well, look at him. He's, he's emotionless. Like, look at his face. There's no emotion on his face. They had given him a bunch of Valium because he was hysterical because his kids we're dead. Also, there's shock too. Yeah. If they didn't give him that. He wasn't hysterical. He could have just been in fucking shock. Yeah, what you want him to be like? Hey guys. <laughs> Can you believe that? Oh my God. Guys, the weirdest thing happened to me on the way to the police station. The same thing happens to Melissa Lucio. And she ends up getting interrogated for hours and hours and hours. And she ends up confessing. And it turns out like the the documentary obviously explains this a lot better, but she had a lot of trauma in her life, a lot of abuse and trauma. She had 14 kids and she had been abused by several family members. She told her mom about it at one point and her mom was like, don't say that. I don't believe you. And what that did in her case is it made her way more susceptible to what the police were doing. Because she was used to submitting to angry, aggressive men, basically as a form of survival. And she did that here. She eventually just broke down the interrogation seven hours long. And at the start of it... What did Zack Snyder direct it? (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, it's black and white. It's very artistic. Like, at the start of it, when they keep saying you killed your kid, she's like, no, I didn't. Like, she's adamant that she didn't. 
And by the end, like you don't see all seven hours, but by the end, she's just broken down and is like, yeah, I guess I did it. I guess I did it. And there are so many examples of stuff like this happening in the United States. This case reminds me of shaken baby syndrome, which is a thing people, hundreds of people, probably thousands of people are in prison over shaken baby syndrome cases. And shaking, shaken baby syndrome is an idea that was started by the same parents or children's advocacy group, whatever you want to call it, that pushed the satanic panic. That well, I couldn't watch the Dungeons and Dragons cartoon when I was a kid because my mom was stupid. Exactly. Yeah. In the eighties, they had people convinced that daycare operators were Satanists and that if your kid played Dungeons and Dragons, they were worshiping Satan and that probably a daycare operator got him into it and all of these people went to prison over these crazy stories one woman one of the kids testified that they slaughtered a giraffe at their preschool and it's like no where did what giraffe come from how'd they get it in there it's there like, was like a, a whole family's preschool got shut down because they just like made stuff up and they asked these coercive questions to kids they like feed right. them the answers yeah yeah and you see those i mean those interrogations you start there's uh, thousands of documentaries about that and there's how susceptible yeah there's a documentary about shaken baby syndrome called the syndrome this group has gotten it in doctors heads that there are these three symptoms that if you see those it's it can only be shaken baby syndrome the problem is that's not correct these symptoms can be caused by anything from a fall obviously like if you fall and hit your head but also like vitamin d deficiency things like mm. that can cause it. And one of the doctors in this documentary points out that if you've ever seen someone demonstrate a shaken baby case, they're shaking the shit out of that baby. And it's not like babies know how to use their necks. Yeah. So if someone is in prison on a shaken baby case and that baby didn't have any neck injuries, they didn't shake that baby. Like you can't shake a baby like that and not cause shake that some. baby. Maybe you can't. Yeah, I mean, you gotta shake that baby careful. Shake Shaking baby right. syndrome is real. It's just not as common oh. as this group was trying to make people. Are right. shaking babies, okay. Right, it's obviously, sh if you shake a baby like yeah. that, it's gonna be a you, problem. You, you put a baby in a paint mixer and there's gonna be some problems. Yeah. But there's not certainly a syndrome. It's just. Well the, well, the problem is they've gotten these doctors convinced that if you see these three symptoms, it can only be shaken baby syndrome. And that's incorrect. It can be other things. It can be a fall. It can be vitamin D deficiency. But then what doctors do, they are obligated to call the police in those situations. So now you have a doctor who thinks this can only be shaken baby syndrome calling a cop and saying, this is a murder. Come talk to this family. And, and you, know, you know who's rational and smart? Cops. Exactly. So, and, so smart. And if you watch, ugh, yeah. This, oh my God. This is a very similar thing. It's not a shaken baby thing, but Mariah, the daughter's name, she died of a head injury and she had a bunch of bruises all over her body. And a doctor in this case looked at that and was like, this is the most obvious case of child abuse I've ever seen and sent it off to the police yeah. without doing any, like without looking into, well, were the, this woman has 14 kids. Were any of them abused? Does she have a history? That's, I couldn't find, yeah. Everything I was Googling of her other 14 children. Like witnesses. Well, you got to watch the documentary. Like they, they're, mm. they talk about them a lot in that. And the thing is those bruises, they finally talked to another doctor who explains that those bruises are because of the head injury. The way head injuries work, it sends like chemicals and things out into the body that can produce what looks like bruises. The doctor explains it better. And the problem is he's one of those people that like, if he's ever quoted in something about shaken baby syndrome, they're going to say, well, he's on the fringes of medicine. Like he's a fringe doctor because every other doctor believes the shaken baby syndrome stuff. And that's the problem with the fringes. Sometimes the people on the fringes aren't wrong. Sometimes things are just broken and need to be fixed and no one wants to acknowledge it. He's in this documentary. He says specifically that that's kind of what he's dedicated his life to is these cases and trying to get people in these situations freed. And in Melissa Lucio's case, this doctor saw these bruises, didn't look into it any further, sent it off to the police. The police interrogate her for seven hours and she's been on death row ever since. And it gets worse yeah. because the DA in her case was a guy named Armando Villalobos. He was up for reelection and was getting a bunch of 
shit because his office had let a guy who was accused of child abuse go. And that guy went on to murder someone. And so like almost immediately, you said, yeah, it was, it was pretty quick. And so people were viewing like permission. Guy. Yeah. That, that, that line in the notes was really funny to me. Like almost immediately he went to go murder someone else. I'm like, Jesus, the guy was like, and, and what happens is this DA is running for reelection and people are like, well, you're soft on crime. You let that guy go and he killed somebody. And he's like, I'll show you soft on crime. I'll punish people for crimes they didn't even do. Yeah. And he ends up really pushing this case. And the even shadier part about it, her lawyer ends up getting a job with the DA shortly after she gets convicted. And the thing about her lawyer, remember, she had 14 kids and they were there when this happened. So several of them saw it. One of them even came up to him and said, hey, my sister hates Mariah. And she pushed her and then slammed her head into the ground. And they actually interview that girl in the documentary. It's very interesting. She, the one that pushed and yes, the, the, who's the alleged, one who alleged actually like allegedly killed her. Yeah. And her sister goes up to this lawyer and tells him. And the lawyer basically tells the people in his office that that story cannot come out because he doesn't want to ruin a teenager's life. So instead, he sent her mother to prison. For to death row, <laughs> not just. And then like, they interview him in the documentary and he's like, those kids didn't make good witnesses. You couldn't even get them to sit down and sit still long enough to ask him a question. And then you see all these videos of them being interviewed by professionals and they're just sitting there answering questions like normal yeah. kids. It's like she got fucked. This DA needed to get elected and they decided this woman was going to go to prison to make that happen either way, no matter what. It's a thing anyone in that I don't believe in conspiracy theories crowd Watch this. Like conspiracy yeah. theory just means people working in concert to do something with yeah. an aim that is something other than they say it is. I'm going to go out on a limb and say Armando Villalobos, not a good person. Is he He's a piece of shit and he went to prison eventually. Yeah, what? He went to prison. That's what you said. Yeah. Yeah, a bribery so case. So he, was, he was a criminal. He's a fucking criminal. And he sent this woman to death row so he could get reelected. The only good news from this story is that she was granted a stay of execution. She was supposed to be executed days ago and the state stepped in and I think she's getting an appeal. What about the daughter that allegedly actually killed the kid? Like the teenager, we didn't want to ruin the life or she just get away with murder. Yeah. I mean, they interview her in the documentary. What do they say in the documentary about? It? What does she say? She's like, ah, I did it. No, she's just like, I, no, I didn't like, of course she's not going to be like, yeah. Right. <laughs> For sure, push that bitch down the Because, yeah, I don't know how old, like, she was a teen, but I don't know if that means 18 or 16, because that's... Or 14, yeah. 14, or 13. Very so different many, ages. There's so many teens. Big, well, especially from a criminal justice standpoint. Yeah. But they do ask Melissa Lucio about it, and she does confirm that this daughter especially hated Mariah because Mariah... And her had different fathers. And so she felt like Mariah wasn't her real sister. I mean, with 14 kids, there's going to be a few dads, right? Gonna be, there's going to be a couple of, I'm going to say a couple of naughty kids. You know, oh, I would say a couple of dads. Up. I'm not going to jump to that conclusion. You know, I've, I've seen, yeah, well, I've I mean, seen Christians, you know, I don't know what the next step is. Hopefully it's just that she's released. I'm assuming a governor at any point, like, Governor is like president of the state. No matter how much people hate it, a governor can step in and be like, you, out of prison right now. Oh, buddy. I don't know. Where did this happen again? Is it Texas? What, yeah, what state was this in? That's the problem. It's Tex in Texas. And that guy doesn't really. He's a bad person. He's yeah. a, just a very bad I mean, if person. she was a white man, it would be a different story. But I don't know. I don't know. Well, for one thing, if she was a white man, she wouldn't be in this situation. Oh, for sure. Texas. And if she was, she would be a white man with like an IQ of 53 or something like who should never be in jail. Oh, yeah, Texas is Texas a will kill whatever they can get their hands on. <laughs> so, Pretty much. Right. It's funny because it's true. Very true. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. literally Except for fetuses. Don't don't kill a fetus. Right. right. No, George, wasn't that like George W. Bush's big thing when he was president of the United States of America? He said, don't mess with Texas. And it's like, dude, you're not Texas anymore. You're American. Don't mess with Texas. Like, I don't know if people know it, but that's a littering slogan. Like, that's not even, that's what don't, that's how don't mess with Texas came to be. It, it means don't, don't throw waste on the ground. 
Which is ironic because Texas is litter. Yeah. 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 Texas is a fucking problem, man. So yeah, that that is definitely a complicating factor in all of this. She lives in Texas and she lives in deep Texas. I think she's in Brownsville, which is oh. right on the border. That's actually just the nickname of the town. <laughs> That's what Texas calls it. Yeah. Because they're because they're a racist state. We, correct. Correct. We got it. Yeah. So yeah, hopefully. Melissa Lucio is released from prison soon. That would be ideal. But yeah, with it being Texas, who knows? Like, I feel like if she's at least granted a new trial, that would help. Yeah. There has, but then again, you still never know because it all comes down to an American jury. And Texas. juries are dumb. They're yeah. dumb. Yeah, it, average it, it goes hand in hand with the, shit. it goes hand in hand with cops being dumb. Like I've seen, true crime things where very obviously innocent people went to prison and you'll see a detective. I don't remember which specific one, which documentary it was, but there's this detective who was like, this lawyer thought he was going to outsmart us with all his science. And it's like, <sighs> motherfucker, that's proof that that person didn't commit this murder. And you're like, hey, we can overcome that. I love how committed they are to not admitting that they may have been wrong, but they'll be like, well, we're just going to have to kill the guy because we fucked up. That is one of the huge issues with cases like this is you get these prosecutors who just don't want to admit that they were wrong. Like the prosecutor in this case did go to prison, but there That's are so many. Thing. Yeah. Not, not for, for this. Th yeah. You should for go other shady thing. This, there are so many prosecutors in this country who should do actual time for the havoc they have wreaked on people's lives just by being fucking bootlickers who will agree with anything the goddamn police tell them. I think we've all seen The Dark Knight. I love that. I think we, I think we all remember that, that when they're like, you can't let people find out that Harvey did a bad thing because then all of the shit he did will get undone. Turns out that's not what happens. Nope. When you find out that a DA did a bad thing, you just let all the other bad things they do just still happen. Correct. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about one last story. <sighs> let's. This one's gonna. This one's gonna lift us up a little bit, though. I yeah. No, that's true. This this is a slightly more complicated one. We're we're talking about Redonda Vaught. Redonda Vaught did a thing. She definitely did classic, a bad thing. Classic Redonda. Classic Redonda. She it's did a good bad, name, by the way. It is. It's a great name. Yeah. Someone died over it, and she admitted what she did immediately. The problem is what she did was a medical error that happened because of failings within the hospital she was working at in general, and she's the only person who's in trouble over it. Basically, what happened, a patient named Charlene Murphy, 75, she was about to go home. She was in the hospital. She had one last medical imaging procedure scheduled, and she was supposed to be given a sedative for that procedure. Redonda Vaught was the nurse in charge of administering that sedative. And unfortunately, she gave her the wrong medication. That's a thing that happens horrifyingly. Regularly. Way more. Yeah, way more than you would think. In settings like this, the problem here is that instead of a mild sedative, she got a strong paralyzing agent. She got to uh, rattlesnake venom. Yeah, she got a weird thing to have. <laughs> next to the sedative syringe, yeah. just like they're next to each other. She switched the samples. She switched <laughs> the samples just so you could get Redonda Vaught. Good name. And the problem is that a paralyzing agent, like that's what killed Michael Jackson. Like that's, that's a way different than a sedative. Yes, it's going to do the job of a sedative. It's just going to go way above and beyond. And in this case, it left Charlene Murphy brain dead. And she, she was going to leave too. She only had 20, 20, 24 hours to go. She wanted to be sedated. I don't, I don't understand these references. Ramones reference is what that was. Oh, okay. that was. Can I be honest with you? That was a goddamn great joke. That was yeah. a great joke. And I feel like I didn't get the appreciation that it deserved. I didn't understand hey, it. I, I got it. You, you know, I got, it was a 50% hit mark and I feel like it should have been a hundred. I feel bad I know a lot about, about the Ramones. I feel bad. I'm sorry. The chat is giving you approval though. So that. I don't like the Ramones, but I did get the joke. No, they're not. They're not good. Yeah, they're a bad band, but yeah, and hideous. Just a well, hideous. Can I? Can I? Before, just about the like nurse and how she's in charge of the thing. Like, do you guys know nurses? Any nurses? Yeah. Every nurse I talk to about what they go through on wh whatever unit they're working on, 
they're always way overwhelmed. Like it's like the short, the nurse shortage. So it's like this woman could have had like, you know, seven more patients than what the statistic of the, the ratio she should have. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, nurses are the teachers of hospitals. Yeah, yeah, and so like they're overwhelmed with all of this, and they're humans. It's just it's it's it sucks what happened to Charlene, but I'm just saying like there's a deeper thing there that yeah uh, it, we don't know who Charlene was. We don't know what she was up to. Seventy five year old lady. Seventy five is a weird age to die. I feel like that's a weird age or to go brain dead. And the thing is, again, Redondavat she admits what happened. The hospital eventually reaches a settlement with Charlene Murphy's family and Redonda Vaught is fired, but she just goes on and gets another job somewhere else. She a Catholic priest? Said that. I was like, that's, are they just moved her to an island somewhere and let her just live out her days? Well, that's the thing. If you look into the social media response to this story, even the part where Redonda Vaught gets stripped of her nursing license, there are nurses who are irate over that because- this mistake happened because it was the only way in this hospital to administer drugs to patients. Their system was so broken that you had to do all of these overrides in this dispensing system that you shouldn't, ha- you shouldn't do. Like it's, it is against safety protocols and it can lead to shit exactly like this, but otherwise you just can't give anyone medicine. So she was working in the system that she was hired into. And it's not a thing that, like, I, I know the argument as well, she could have quit, I guess. But, you know, that's easy for people to say when yeah. it doesn't mean them quitting their job. Like, she's not the only person who was working there. There are any number of other people who could have stepped in. Like, she is just the one it happened to. Like, this was going to happen to someone. So man, even the part where she gets another job, I don't think is that weird. Most people don't think it's that no. weird. And at first, the state even agreed that she hadn't done anything worthy of discipline, but the hospital covered up what happened. Yeah. They're I don't in, think, I like think their people, broken system. I think yes. people seem to forget how broken and corrupt hospitals are. Like I, we understand that the American you know, medical system in general is corrupt, but the, the people that run hospitals, like people don't necessarily, don't necessarily realize how broken and corrupt these people actually are. Yeah. And I don't know if you haven't been to a hospital lately, I I just had to go to one and it's a lot like going to a mall. It's not like you remember as a kid. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, how is it like a mall? I'm glad. She does end up getting her license taken away. And it all happens because an anonymous tipster sent the state. I call that a snitch. Yeah. Do you think somebody that she worked with or one of the family members or like what, who, this was like much later this happened, right? Yeah. It was a couple of years later. And yeah, I mean, it could have been either of those. Like the check cleared. Yeah. There was, the family was barred from talking about the case after they signed the settlement with the hospital, but there was a grandson who was not part of that settlement, who mm-hmm. was very vocal about the hospital's role in it. So it could have been, get them all. yeah, it could have been, you know, it could have been any number of people, but someone notified the state that this medication mix up happened that the hospital had tried to cover up. And then that's when the state starts initiating the procedure to maybe take her license. And she's the only one that ends up getting in trouble for this, even though the hospital covered it up. It was the hospital's failings that essentially led to her doing what she did. But she's the only one who gets in trouble for it. And what's crazy is she got charged with homicide, like murder. She was charged with reckless homicide and impaired adult abuse yeah that also was like what when i read that that was at least this occurred in a rational and forgiving state where was this one tennessee oh yeah no are we being sarcastic correct yes oh okay (laughs) it's like oh i feel like you think that i meant that tennessee was an actual progressive um state that's why i asked if you were being sarcastic you know where that you know where she went to court the grand Ole opry that's where that's why i'm an auditorium so yeah she in march was convicted she hasn't been sentenced yet but she was found guilty of reckless homicide and impaired adult abuse I'm going to say that reckless homicide is a cool sounding crime though. Yeah. It's always the lesser versions of murder that sound the coolest. Like Brian oh. Regan has that famous bit about manslaughter. Now <laughs> it sounds so much more hardcore than murder. And yeah, reckless homicide. Yeah. Like I just can't help but murder. It's just my lifestyle. Yeah. Gets people <laughs> murdered. 
You're, I, I, I haven't heard that down. manslaughter, but that is funny because manslaughter is like a slaughtered. You sl- yeah, yeah, it's a it's yeah. a brutal it's a brutal word. It's yeah, a Brian, brutal word. Brian Regan's bit about it is fantastic. So good. It's just it's interesting, and I like what I was reading this. I was just I like there's a certain level of human error in in medical and medical stuff, right? Like in science and medical stuff, and but like there's no protection. Like how is she not protected somehow? But, but like cops have i was just thinking about cops and how cops can just shoot anybody and they have the immunity right yeah anybody else think about that when they read this or no that yeah, cops they- kill people and get away with it and and nurses don't and a nurse who is just doing her job made a mistake under a broken system who got fired had to find another job and was just living out her life probably yeah. has to live with the fact that she fucked up this woman's whole family for the rest of it. like that's yeah. going to weigh that, on her. Where's that union? Yeah. It's just, it's, it's, that's really sad. That's very sad. Yeah. And to call it murder, like I get that. And there's, there's a video we'll link to There's This one male nurse on YouTube, of course, <laughs> has a video called unpopular opinion for one thing. Don't make me sue you motherfucker. Let's do that son of a bitch. Yeah, but it's all about how he thinks Redonda Vaught should go to prison because wow. he, as a nurse, would never do those things. And it's like, until you do. Man, yeah, until you're in that situation, until you absolutely need a job. And the one job you can find is at this shitty hospital, Vanderbilt Medical University, by the way, like, or Vanderbilt University Medical Center. So this, it's not like she was working at fucking Kaiser or some shit. Yeah. yeah. Jim James Medical Clinic. Like she was working at an institution. Oh, that's what I meant. All of this in place. And they face pretty much no repercussions over this at all. Just dating at all. Just her. And this guy, this male nurse is like, that would never happen. Like she, she didn't, she didn't go in there and be like, I'm going to make this old lady brain dead. Yeah. And I mean, she did, but like, yeah, like it just wasn't, it's just wild that people like that. There are people out there that believe that she should be going to wait to prison for this. Yeah. It's nuts, but a jury believed it. And I guess we'll see what happens at sentencing. What's the, what, how much sentencing can it be? Like, what's the I, murder? Yeah, I didn't. For that particular murder. Maybe like. Reckless homicide. I mean, I mean, we'll have to see. I mean, I don't think any of us really know about the Tennessee justice system, but like probably up you to don't. like 20 years. Oh my God. But like you said, juries aren't. Juries are dumb. Juries are dumb. They're very dumb. And a lot of times prosecutors are dumb. Like that's the thing. If you're at work listening to this right now, look around. There's some stupid people around you. And some of them are your superiors. Some of them are in positions of power over you. And they suck at their fucking job and shouldn't have it. But they do. And that goes to the highest level. There is a best and worst at everything. There's a best doctor in the country. And there's a worst fucking doctor in the country. Y'all would be surprised at how well being a sycophant can do for your career. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, in every career, like even in the ones like even in comedy, you can see like mediocre people getting big pushes because they know other people. Yeah, I have never had a boss at any of my jobs whose main focus wasn't making sure they weren't questioned. (laughs) Like across the board. Yeah, I've never thought of it. Yeah. Like and that's how people rise in places like this that don't have any like if you're working in a hospital like you don't even if you're an hr you don't know who should and shouldn't get promotions and jobs like you take that from the people who do the hiring and who assemble the teams and if that person wants the people who ask the fewest questions and make the least noise then those are the people that are going to get the jobs and those people they're at every level you're at every level doctors lawyers podcasters like me and Kim are on this podcast and then Jeff's on this podcast. Like, yeah, oh yeah. Only one good person on the yeah, podcast. There's one trash garbage person. And then there's yeah, me and the Kim Adam. on who the are awesome. Yeah. Who are yeah. fucking great. I would say that that's the, that is cruelty. What you're saying. You are, you About are you? recklessly homiciding my, um, my, my, uh, what brand you, name. Reputation. What are you going to do? Strip me of my podcasting license. I'm going to kick on you. Back. I don't have one. It expired. Oh, you have to I'm have a podcast anonymous- license. You do not have your podcast license and you've been putting out your podcast? Are you fucking serious? No. What's a podcasting license? Do you not have it? You guys are fucking with me. 
So you're publishing Crawl Space and you no. just never don't get me in trouble. What's happening? This is wild to me that you just did that. Roll to the bottom of one of your posts and it'll say it'll say it has all the license blurb there. Like you While you're there, you should Google what Brian Adams did to his wife. Because I set mine up last April and I just renewed it. It's a coin. Because Sideshow had paid for mine previously because I was under the Sideshow umbrella before. And then when I had to go out on my own last April, I registered it. This is unbelievable. Oh, yeah. No, I'm fine. Oh, is it not a real thing? No, it's a real thing. I have it. Wait, what? I thought it was something else. I don't <laughs> want to talk about this on here, especially if it's illegal. Let me just like. <laughs> Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm totally fine. Okay. As long as you're like, sure. As long as you're sure that you have the license. Because me and Jeff will get in trouble. Yeah, because we don't want you on here if you're like a union thing. Yeah, you guys would get in trouble. I've been on your podcast for a years before I had my own podcast. We have this conversation every time. Do we? God, I have to. Can I be honest with you? This is this is as good as convincing Tom that Brian Adams murdered his wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's Tom? Tom Ryman. (laughs) Tom was also murdered by Brian Adams, unfortunately. Like the singer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, the summer of '69. Or is that Brian Adams? The summer of six foot nine. That's what this. Uh, I this hate you. I hate you. <laughs> Can I be honest with you? This is probably the best finish to a podcast I've ever been a part of. I think so. Because just out of nowhere, we convinced Kim that you need a podcasting license, and it genuinely scared her. Is and it not real? It's not correct. It's not, oh my god! Don't correct. do that. I literally was like, just pretend you have it, and then just get it today and lie. I've been I've been accumulating lawyers my whole adult life, so I was like, I have enough lawyers. If something bad happens, but then I, I just really wish Googled. we didn't tell you that this was a thing because then you would have been like frantically calling lawyers about this later. No, I just Googled it though. And it's like the only reason you need one of those is if you had like, if I had like music on my podcast that wasn't that I didn't own. This is so good. This is I so, hate so you. good. It's so good. Adam, do you want to kill Jeff May with me? Yeah. Or but like, or if you just want to kill him or if I want to do it solo, like. Or if you want to team up, whatever. Like, yeah, I but- feel like we should do it together. Okay. Okay. I've been accumulating lie little by little over the last like three years, like I do lawyers. And mm. that way, no one, it doesn't like raise red flags. So we you can just disintegrate that body. Uh, huh? That makes sense. Yeah. Hey, we so we don't need a podcast license. No. <laughs> Did you guys see my eye? I, these eyes don't lie. They're a nightmare. They're huge. Can I be honest though? Stop saying, can I be honest? Now that we've started doing video. I think we know our clip. Yeah, this is this is probably going to be one of them. That's going to be the clip. Uh, can you it's going to be a commercial for why you should have a podcast like You're going to look you, so pretty. Can you guys do me at least one favor? Oh, fuck off. I always look pretty. Uh, can you at least do me one favor? Oh. Make one video where I look smart. Oh, so you want us to do like a deep fake? <laughs> Jeez. Wow. Wow. I'm just kidding. Wow. One day I'm going to slit your throat and watch the light go out in your eyes. Know that I am the one that did that. Love me. Yeah. But I would love to watch the light go out in your eyes. I mean, who among us doesn't want to be next to the person that passes that we love? I get it. Jesus. Jesus. Oh, you're saying that I want to be next to you while you die because I love you. I was more thinking about my grandma, like waking up in bed and my my dead grandpa was there. I was like, I don't think she liked that. your grandmother kill your grandfather? I mean... So yeah, free Redonda Vaught. She's not <sighs> yet, but we should, uh, hopefully she doesn't get a crazy sentence or hopefully she gets a retrial and gets uh, her licensing back. We need more nurses. Yeah. That, this is not the time to be scaring nurses off from yeah. the nursing profession. Yeah. In Yo, my here, get, get. yeah. If you make a mistake, you'll go to prison for murder. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Not gonna help. It's not going to help. We should probably wrap this up, right? Yeah. I don't think yeah. we're going to get back uh, on track after the podcast license debacle. Kim, do you have anything what do, to plug? What do I have to plug? I wrote a book called Confessions of a Recovering Party Girl. You can get that on Amazon or you can get that at my website and I'll sign it for you at kimcrawl.com. I have my own podcast, Kim Crawl Space, or just Crawl Space. My name is Kim. Crawl. Unlicensed podcast. It's unlicensed. Oh my God. Uh, Crawl Space and. Uh, yeah, I'm around telling jokes here and there, but just check my website for dates because I'm 
you can listen to crawl space at patreon.com slash Kim crawl. Yes. And if you don't want to get that, I mean, I also want regular listeners too. If you don't want to get on the Patreon, I would love it if you were on the Patreon, but I also would love it if you listened to the regular one. Jeff, do you have anything to plug? Uh, I have cool friends. I have a show called Jeff has cool friends available at patreon.com slash Jeff may you get that show. You also get Ugg fine with Kim crawl, a, a monthly podcast where Kim and I talk about our month and we try to, uh, maintain a healthy relationship while arguing uh, aggressively um you can check that out again patreon.com slash jeff may ug fine also available on kim's patreon so patreon.com slash kim crawl as well tom and jeff watch batman on the gamefully unemployed network and of course you don't even like sports sports podcast about how kim doesn't even like sports available on the unpopular opinion network um you can watch bullshit on netflix it's not the full story of what happened for me but i'm on there i get to i, I get a couple of bits in here and there. You can also get all of Jeff and Kim's podcasts on the Unpops Patreon. No. I post every all of pretty much everyone I know, I post their podcast ad free. Uh Really? No. Oh. No, I don't like have the saying- license. My li- I didn't pay for the right license. Yeah, yeah, you can't you can't license out that. You, you know puncher. <laughs> you guys have just made it so I will never believe or trust anything you said. You say before when did this you I start believing me. Yeah. Yeah. That's the that's the question there. Is that on me? All right. Yeah. Um, what do you have going on, Adam? You know, patreon.com slash unpops, unpopsnetwork.supercast.tech. Follow the show at unpops on Twitter and Instagram, uh, or it's unpops.podcast on Instagram. And, uh, you know, I'll have some other stuff to plug soon. Yeah. Uh, I think I will be, I think I'm going to be on a TV show. Really? Yeah. I, let I mean, me, I don't let me get, tell you, Adam, don't assume. Yeah. I don't <laughs> want, I don't want to get too fucking talky about it. But it's a cold game. Couple weeks. Couple show weeks. business. Fuck yeah! I'm gonna gonna be on a season finale. I think. Really? Oh, tell me when and what. I will. <laughs> um, and I think that is it. Should we get out of here? I think we should. Kim, say goodbye. Adam, bye guys. Bye. Thanks for having me. Jeff, say goodbye. You get the podcast licensor rookie card, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. Not real. I hate you. Bring a blood object to Bristol Street. Bring a blood object to Bristol Street. I'm